Praise God. Awesome. Are you ready for the word? Before we, we dive into the word, um, we just want to say goodbye to a very special person in our midst. <laughs> um, she will be with us for the last time this Sunday. And uh, this, is, this is a very special person because They've really served the church throughout their time here. Uh, I remember her from the time of campus ministry. <laughs> when I just came back from South Africa, ready to start a campus ministry or build on the campus ministry. Uh, she served as, a, as a, a hospitality leader in the ministry, always there. Discipling ladies, um, you'll see that a lot of the girls that she's discipled are very dedicated passionate for Jesus, full of word, and some of them are sitting here. And after that, she, she, um, she decided it's time to come on full-time. She joined the end program to serve full-time for a year. And then after that, she decided to become our church bookkeeper. Uh, and we thank God for that skill of accounting. And so today, we're going to say goodbye to her. And that person is no other than Victoria Nondo, if you could just come to the front. For years, we, we, we called her Victoria Ojo, and I, I almost said Victoria Ojo, but then I remembered. The reason why she's leaving is because she's now married, <laughs> and she's going to join her husband in, in, um, in, in Johannesburg. So Rosebank is really going to... Man, they're going to get something good here. So I just want to ask Pastor Chris and maybe one of the elders, if you could just support, just pray for her. Um, just know that we're not saying goodbye. We're sending her out as an arrow with her husband. Together they're going to serve and we're trusting God for great things as well. Church, won't you? Uh, just the word that I had for you and, and Tanasha was that I believe God is saying that you guys are going to be like a Joseph specifically in the area of where Joseph was flourishing in the king and he was put he was put in charge of something that he didn't know he was put in charge of areas of influence and I believe God is saying that both you and Tanashe are going to be put in places of influence God is saying that don't worry about provision the provision will be there but I believe God is saying that this is a season that is going to use you for influence wherever you go God is saying that I've called you to be influences where you're going to go Amen. Praise God. Awesome. Let's just pray for the word. Father, we want to thank you so much for your word this morning. We thank you, Lord, that your word is living and active, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that as it goes out again, it will accomplish what you said it out to accomplish, oh, Father God. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for all that you want to do here this morning. Amen. Amen. So who was fasting this week? How was it? Was it great? Who has a testimony of the goodness of the Lord or breakthrough already in one of the promises that you are trusting God for? Anybody? Don't worry. I'm not going to call you to come testify to the front. I just want to see that God was doing something. There's been breakthrough. Awesome. Please make sure that you share that testimony with somebody. Okay? We always want to celebrate what God is doing in our midst. We always want to celebrate God's goodness. So it's so important to be in that place where we're constantly sharing what God is doing because it builds up somebody else's faith. Amen. All right. 
So this morning, I'm going to continue with God's promise still stands. This is the word that God wants to release this morning to remind us. I mean, we've been praying over this. We've been fasting for this. We've been saying, God, we want to see your promises being fulfilled in, in our lives. And God wants to say this morning, my promise still stands. Okay? And we know in Isaiah 40 verse 11, God says, uh, or his word says, what I've said that I will bring about, what I've planned that I will do. The plans of God cannot be stopped by anything. God is unstoppable. He is going to come through. He is going to do what he said he's going to do in our lives. And we need to believe that. Okay? Yeah? I, I, my heart is that this fast was not just an event. Yeah? It wasn't something that we did because ooh, we're trusting God for promises and then like we forget about it. We want to live in that place of knowing that the promises of God are yes and amen. Numbers 23 verse 19, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will, will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not perform it? God is going to perform his word over your life. God is going to perform everything that he has spoken, everything that he has said. It is going to come to fruition. Okay. Matthew 24, verse 35 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. The word of God will never pass away. It is established. His written word and his rhema word for your life. The rhema word that God has given us personally, what God has spoken to you, like he spoke to Abraham about he's going, to have, he's going to be the father of the nations. When he spoke to Noah and said there's a flood coming and your seed will be saved. When he spoke to Moses and he called him out and he said, you're going to deliver my people. When he spoke to Joshua okay, and said, be strong and courageous and you will lead these people to the promised land. When he spoke to Joseph in a dream and showed him that one day he was going to lead when we look at all those promises, we see them coming to fruition. Yeah? And we see the, the great promise of the Messiah coming to set the captives free. Jesus Christ himself being promised ages ago. And coming as God in the flesh. Fulfilling the work that God said, I'm going to do through my son. You know, when we started fasting, even before the fast, I remember someone shared a word with me. And this is not someone from our church. It's someone that has been coming to visit. And they were like, I just want to share something that's really on my heart. I've been visiting your church for the past three, three, um, three months or so, which is quite a long visit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think, was it three months or three weeks? Anyway, but the Lord gave them a dream about our church. And in this dream, she said, she was walking up the ramp, yeah? And as she was walking up the ramp, she found people sweeping the church. And there was, as they were sweeping, they were sweeping out snakes. And there were just snakes being swept out all over. And she, had, she was so scared of coming into the church because she's now thinking, but if there's snakes being swept out, what if there are more? 
But it's, God gave her that assurance saying, don't worry, go in, it's fine. And she came in and she was able to, to, to be part of the service and enjoy the service. And so she just wanted to say, whatever it is, I really sense God is doing something. And it's so amazing because I was having that same sense before the fast that God was going to sweep us clean. That there were things that he wanted to bring to the surface to deal with and remove from our lives. And you know, usually when we see snakes, we always think, oh, demons, 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 you know. But snakes can symbolize lies, deception, fabrications, things that we've believed about ourselves or about God that are not true. And we were the ones that were sweeping this stuff out. So God was showing us and he was releasing his power over us to be able to go forth and sweep this stuff out. You know, when God speaks to us and he releases his word, it's important for us to take hold of it. But we need to do our part as well. You know, we need to do our part. And our part is, as Neil was sharing, is not fighting and making things happen, but staying in intimacy with God. And trusting him, being led by his spirit, leading us step by step and accomplishing what he has called us to do. And so this was a week of cleansing. And not only through that dream, but even the things that were coming to the surface as we're fasting, people sharing stuff, you know. And it was a lot of deep stuff that God was dealing with for the purposes of maturing us and moving us to the next level. And the Lord was just reminding me of that picture throughout the, the whole week. And he was just saying, I'm doing a deep work in the lives of my people. I'm doing a deep work in this church. I'm doing a deep work in every single person because of the promise that I have. Because of the, you know, when God called the Israelites, he had to take them the long way. Because they were not ready for battle. He had to prepare them for battle. And so with his people, when we're going to the next level, we have to, to, to be prepared for that. Yeah? We're, we're not on the level where we're playing with little things anymore. We're moving. God is moving us into the next level. So we need to, to really just take hold of what he's doing. And, and so as I was praying this morning, I really sense the Lord saying that he wants to speak to three groups of people this morning. There are three groups in our midst. That even as we're praying and fasting, three, three groups of people trusting God for the promise, but are in different stages in their relationship with God. And as I go through these three groups, I really just, I just wanted to focus and hear what the Spirit is saying to you. Saying, God, where am I? Which group am I in? So that God can minister to you specifically. Amen. Awesome. And the three groups are as follows. There are those who need to redirect their focus. That's the first group. Okay? And it's very quiet in here. Okay? Those who need to redirect their focus. Those who need to embrace the process. And those who have been going around the mountain for too long. And today, God wants to address each group of people for the purposes of taking us further. Amen. Amen? Amen. Awesome. 
So I want to look at those who need to redirect their purpose, I mean their, their focus. For them, I got the scripture, Revelation. Hey, the bamboo is coming out. Always want to come out, eh? I mean, this part, this bamboo part of me, sometimes it's just like, I know this English sounds too good. Let's just, let's just appear, you know? Um, So Revelation 2 verse 4 says, But I have this against you. You have abandoned your first love. Therefore, keep in mind how far you've fallen. Repent and perform the deeds you did at first. I really sense that God was speaking to people that have lost focus on intimacy with him. That have lost focus on doing the things that they need to do, which is really cultivating that relationship with God. There are other things that have come. These are people that it, it's almost like you've been falling into a pattern of religion. The, the word has become too familiar. The church has become too familiar. You're coming to church because it's Sunday and you need to come to church. Yeah? And, and it was so sad because I could literally see the father's heart breaking. This is not a word of rebuke to say God wants nothing to do with you. This is, a, this is the Father's cry saying, come back to me. Yeah? Because I could see him crying over them, saying, will you return to me, to the things that you did at first? That fire, that passion, that desire for God, where you were so wholeheartedly focused on him and nothing else. You know, there was a word that came out here that says a lot of us are focusing more or, or we want to focus on, on, the, on, on, the, on the gifts but we need to focus on the giver. And God is calling this group of people to come back to the giver, to come back to God himself who gives lives. And I really saw that um, um, they've allowed the worries of this world to choke God's promises for their lives. They're caught up in so many things, trying to fix this and fix that and fix this, that it is choking and eating up the time with God in our lives. Okay? Some of us have been praying for stuff, and we've got that stuff now, but the very stuff that we've been praying for has stolen from that intimacy with God. That thing that we've been praying for has now become the focus. And God is saying, will you remember me? Okay? Do not let this be your focus. I also saw that some were being seduced by dreams and desires that had nothing to do with God, but the flesh leading astray. Desires and dreams in your heart that, that are for self-gain, self-building, for reputation, okay? To be known in the community, to be known by your friends, to be known as a person. It's like you're fighting to bring yourself out. And God is saying, stop. Stop it. Come back to me. Refocus on me. Yeah? Make time with me. Spend time in my presence. Stay, spend time reading my word. Bring back that structure that you had where you'll take some time to read the word. And you'll take the time to pray. And not as you're running out, you're praying. 
as you're running out of the door of your house, korabashika in tongues, and hoping that it's done. God is saying, I want intimacy with you. Yeah? He wants our hearts to be with him. It's like that, that uh, scripture that speaks about the Pharisees, which says these, these people, they worship me with their mouths, but their hearts are so far from me. And God is saying, I don't want this outward thing. I want intimacy. Intimacy. You know, the Bible says man look on the outward, but God looks on the inward. Stop playing church. Stop playing Christianity. And cultivate that relationship with God. Amen? And then the second group is a group of those who need to embrace the process. I saw somebody getting excited about embracing the process. And I was wondering, what process, Lord? What process? And the Lord really said, the process of character building. These are the people that understand the foundation. You know the foundations. You've learned the foundations. You've come to church. You're passionate about Jesus. And you feel like you're in the desert or something. It's been like trial after trial after trial after trial. And you're like, God, what is happening? For them, I got the scripture, Psalm 66, verse 10. For you have tried us, O God. You have refined us as silver is refined. Silver is refined seven times. God is busy refining this group of people to take them deeper in him. Refining, removing impurities. He's saying it's not what you're doing because this is the person that is saying, but I, I am, I'm working so hard. I'm trying my best. I'm still reading my Bible. I'm praying for God. I'm fasting. And God is saying it's not about that right now. Continue doing those things. They're good. But I'm working on you. I'm working on your character. I'm working on your heart. John 15 verse 2 says, And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes to make it even more fruitful. God is causing these people to to get rid of the stuff that will cause them to to almost um, not make it in the next round. And it's almost like he has us on the operation table and he's removing the impurities. And he's removing. But that is primarily in the heart. Again, this is not bring your heart to me. This is more, do you see that, that thing that I'm doing? And it's so funny, even this week when we were praying, I, I remember at one of the prayer uh, um, evenings, um, someone shared um, about God embracing, uh, about God wanting us to, to embrace the process. That, that also came out as a word. And I was like, wow, God, you are confirming what you're doing in our midst, embracing the, perp- the, the, the process. Because before the dream comes to life, there's always a time for preparation. Yeah. It's, it's like Joseph in the pit. It's like Moses in the wilderness for 40 days. Or was it 40 years? Actually, 40 years. Yeah? Waiting for that day to go deliver, to bring deliverance to the Israelites. I'm telling you, 
it felt like it's dead. But God is saying, I am not done with you. And there's a lot of kicking and screaming and dissatisfaction and, and, and shouting and, and, and pulling out hair and all sorts of things. But God is saying, put the tantrums aside. <laughs> Listen and pay attention to what I'm doing. Pay attention. And as we pay attention, we will begin to see what he's saying and what it is that he's doing and where it is that he's leading us and how it is that he's calling us and what it is that he's speaking about. Because there's some deep areas that God wants to deal with. Deep areas. It's no longer here in the jumping and all the stuff. <laughs> it's in the heart. God is refining. And I also sense that you're about to go to the next level for this group of people. And when I say you're about to go to the next level, I don't mean tomorrow. I don't mean in three, three months' time. I don't mean in a year's time. I don't mean in 40 years' time. I mean in God's timing. When he's done with you, you will go to the next level. So that's why it's important to embrace the process. Because the longer you take, the longer it's going to take. The longer we take to obey God, the longer we take to listen, the longer we take to pay attention in this time the longer it's going to take to get to that place. So this process depends on our response. It really depends on our response. So it's almost like you've got the power to decide when you want to go to the next level. And God will let us know. Romans 12, verse 11 to 12 says, In this time, I got the scripture really for encouragement. Do not let your zeal subside. Keep your spiritual fervor. Serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope. Patient in affliction. Persistent in prayer. Keep your spiritual fervor. It's not time to throw in the towel. It's not time to say, maybe God is not going to come through for me. It's not time to say, maybe I did something and, and so I'm just giving up. and I can't get there. I can never make this. It is time for these people to just pray more, to press in more, to seek God more, and allow him to do the work that he wants to do. This is an exhortation for those because I, I really, I saw a lot of pain, yeah? It's not, it's, it's, it's like, it's almost like a, a furnace of affliction. I saw pain, I saw a lot of crying, I saw a lot of disappointment, and, and I saw a lot of questions, you know, like, but God, why? You know, I'm really trying to do my best. And God is like, it's not about you trying to do your best. It's, what, it's about what I'm doing right now. Just listen and pay attention. 
So it's, it's not a time to grow weary. It's not a time to, to just be like, okay, then I guess it's just going to happen. It is a time to press in and be more desperate for God. Because as you're doing that, it's cultivating inside of you. It's cultivating that depth with God. There's more stuff that God wants to, devo- to, to deposit. There's, there's just a lot more that God wants to release in, from the Spirit into your spirit as you're waiting on God in this time. Amen. And then the next group of people I saw was those, those that have been going around the mountain for too long. For too long. For this, I got Deuteronomy 2, verse 3. You have circled this mountain long enough. Turn northward. Go to Ovambo land. Turn northward. God is about to give you some God-given direction. <laughs> yeah? Because it's like this mountain has just been around. I mean, it's just been in front of you, and you've been going around in circles, and you've been going around in circles, and maybe you're wondering, what is this mountain? This mountain is a mountain of life's challenges. And you felt like, God, it's, it's almost like it doesn't matter what I do, This mountain is just in front of me. And if you've seen a mountain, it looks like there's nothing you can do about it. It's so huge, and it's just there in front of you, right? And all you can do is climb. And sometimes you feel like, I don't even have the strength to climb. I mean, we did mountain climbing some years back. I will never forget. This was a hike, and it started off with so much excitement. We went with some students, that mountain there behind UNAM. And I mean, when we started off, we were so excited, man. There was a lot of students there. And, you know, hats were, people were wearing their hats and their boots and the water was there and everything. But the further we walked, the more people started forming like these little parking areas. Saying, guys, we'll meet you when you come back. It was a four-hour hike. Four hours. So imagine the first 30 minutes. We're like, man, we're going to climb this mountain. It's going to be done, man. We, we, we were so excited. But man, that sun started coming out. It started getting hot. We started getting thirsty. Yes, we had water. But you know, your, the muscles here, they started paining. It was so painful. It's like if you just had to lift your leg, it was just like, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it. So we became fewer, fewer and fewer and fewer. Yeah? I think at the end we were about seven. And we started, I can't remember how many we were. Do you remember? Were we 20 or something? Yeah? But we were a lot of students. And only seven made it to the top of the mountain. And you know, the, the closer we were getting to the top, 
the harder it got. We were like, man, because now it's steeper. It's steeper. But when we got there, we were like, oh, we even had a photo session up there just to show that we made it. We had a, a photo session with, a, with that marker there on top, you know, just as a proof to show we made it to the top of this mountain. But it took four hours. It took a lot of energy. And the worst thing was even coming back. As much as we were excited about going home, we were like, oh, man, we have to walk again. But it was a good exercise. And I really sense that God is speaking to people who have some hectic life challenges. But you feel like this thing has been coming over and over and over and over. It's like every fast, every prayer time, every year, this is the same thing that you've been battling with. And you're saying, God, when is it going to end? And today the Lord wants you to know he's going to give you specific directions in this area. He's going to give you specific directions for breakthrough in this area. Okay? I saw mountains of financial challenges or just finances. It's like I'm always in debt. When am I going to break through? I saw relationships and friendships. Yeah? There's always a, relationship, a relational dysfunction. You fix that one and then this, and then you fix that. And, and it's, it's almost like you, you feel like this is always in my faith. I mean, in my face. I, what is going on in this area? It's stuff that keeps reoccurring. And now it feels like I've prayed so many times for you. I've fasted so many times for you. I've cried out so many times for you. I've done so many things to get rid of this thing. But it's like it's not going anywhere. Character flaws. That anger problem. I tried so much to hold this anger. But it's not going anywhere. I've tried, Lord. I've tried. Sexual freedom, the sexual purity thing. I tried so many times. It's not working. Addictions that keep coming back, popping up again. And the Lord is saying, I am going to give you direction. I'm going to show you how to break this thing over your life. I'm going to show you how to take authority over this mountain. And the key thing here is that you're not going to do it in your own strength. There's been a lot of self-reliance. A lot of self-reliance in pushing this thing away. Man, I'm going to fast. Man, I'm going to do this. And the Lord is saying, let go and let me. Bring it here. And let me show you how to deal with it. Because it's almost like there's been praying and then, ah, maybe I need to do this course. Oh, maybe I need to do that. Oh, maybe. And then running around trying to find solutions. But God is saying, I'm going to show you. 
exactly how to do this and break this thing over your life. Amen. And for them, the exhortation I got was Isaiah 40 verse 4. that says, every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight and the rough places plain. God is going to do it. Only believe. God is going to do it. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. It is for freedom that Christ has come into this world. It is for freedom that God sent his only begotten son. Chains are going to be broken. Shackles are falling off. Pain is going to be healed. Because God is going to do it. And I really just want to minister to those three groups right now. I really, I want us to start with group one this morning. If you feel in your heart that as the first group was being mentioned, as that word was going out, you sense that this is me. God is speaking to me this morning. There are other things that have stolen the affection for God in my life. And these are not godly things. There are things that are fighting for the place of God in my life that I've given into. Or I'm even on the verge of giving into. There are things that have been holding that place of relationship with God. If that's you this morning, I want to minister to you. And I just want to ask you to stand so that we can pray together. I don't want you, I really just want us to just allow God to do what he wants to do this morning. Can we, are we going to do that? Just allow God to bring forth that freedom. We've been praying, we've been fasting, we've been trusting God. And now God just wants to come and do a work in our lives. That will just echo to the next stage of our lives. And if that's you, I want to encourage you to stand. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Don't think about what people are going are gonna to say about you. Because the facades are coming off. The facade is falling. The things that I've been doing trying to show people that I'm still here, but my heart is struggling. Thank you for your, for your honesty. God is going to honor that <laughs> by reviving your soul this morning. And so, Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, let's just stretch our hands to them as God wants to minister to these people right now. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, We just release your revival fire over every soul that is represented here this morning, Father God. As they're standing here and recognizing that they have forsaken their first love. And they hear the cry of the Father 
breaking over them. Lord, this morning we pray that you will come and bring back restoration of depth in their walk with you, Father God. That again they will feel that passion for you. That again they will be able to, 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 to know that you're with them, to feel your presence, to understand your word. Your word will come alive in their bones, oh Father God. Lord, I thank you, Father, that you will show them even what it is that they need to drop and what it is that they need to pick up, oh Father God. Lord, where they've been focused on things that are not of you, Father, this morning we say, Lord, will the focus come back to you, Father God. Lord, I thank you for intimacy, 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 Father God. I thank you that your river is breaking forth in their lives, oh Father God, and it is watering those dry areas. In the name of Jesus, watering the dry areas. And thank you, Lord, that you're going to give them wisdom, wisdom to do this walk with you in such a way that nothing steals from you. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you for that. I see a waterfall, a waterfall just coming with such strength, just gushing over you. And it's the waterfall of the Lord. And it's coming forth. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I also just sense the Lord saying you need to be very intentional. And you need to guard your time. Guard your time. It is so precious. Make time and keep to that time. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to I pray for the second group. That are going through a pro- process of pruning. The refiner's fire. And you're saying, Lord, when is this going to end? Ha, Jesus. Father, I thank you this morning that even as you said to Peter, I've prayed for you, Peter, that your faith will not fail. And when you come out of it, you will strengthen your brothers. Father, I just thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're making intercession for them right now, Father God, in this time. Even though it feels like a desert, it feels like a wilderness, it feels like, but I don't see where God is. I don't see what God is doing. It's like you're seeing breakthrough for other people that you're praying for, but you're not seeing breakthrough for yourself. And God is saying, the breakthrough is not the way you see it. The breakthrough is my breakthrough. And therefore, Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I I just thank you for faith to endure. I thank you for obedience in this time. I thank you for greater passion and zeal for you, Father God. I thank you for a heart that says yes, Lord, to your ways and to your purposes and to your things, oh Father God. I thank you for that ability to embrace 
this process, just as Jesus was embracing that cross when he was being whipped and all sorts of things were coming. And he said, God, for this I've come. And I really pray, Father God, that they will see you. In these trials, they will see you. In these trials, they will see you. And I really sense the Lord just wants, as, as you just, just put, envision that trial before you that you're going through right now. And see Jesus in that picture. What is he doing to you? Or what is he saying? He's being very specific. Very specific to individuals. Very, very specific. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I sense that there are some of you that are standing right now that believe that the trial that you're going through is a God-given trial, but it's not. It's the devil. And you've almost looked at this thing and thought, this is what God is doing in my life, maybe, but it's not. And I'm going to pray for you at the end. Some, not, not everybody, it's like one or two people that I really sense the Lord saying that he wants to, to let you know right now that this thing that you're going through is not what I'm doing. This is what the work, this is the work of the enemy. And I want you to rebuke and take authority. But for those that God is refining, I sense the Lord saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Because you're going to come out pure as gold. I just saw specks like being removed, you know, just impurities being removed. And God is saying, yes, I'm doing it. And the Lord is saying, remember the things that he's showing you and he's talking to you about. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of what I am doing. Some of, some of these things are making you feel like, oh, I didn't know that I was, I was like that. <laughs> oh, Lord, you're making me come to terms with myself and I don't like it. God is just saying, let it out. Let it out. And let me come in there. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, I want to pray for those who have just been going around this mountain. Some specific challenges for way too long. And you're just like, I want freedom in this area. Is there anyone like that this morning? I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray for breakthrough this morning. I want you to open your hands before the Lord and say, God, have your way. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. Breakthrough right now in the mighty name of Jesus.
Ora masata yarabo karashanda rabasata yarabo yarashata yarabo Hara sota yarabasika yarabo yarashanda rabo yarasita Father Lord, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, that you are the God of breakthrough, Lord Jesus. And Father, we say to this mountain, move, and it shall be moved in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father, where there's been a cry out of Father God, crying to you, saying, Lord, when will this be? How long must I wait, oh Father God? Lord, we pray that you come in the name of Jesus. That you come into these areas right now, every area that is presented here. That you just come and break off the shackles, break off the lies, break off the things that are holding your people back from victory, oh Father God. And Lord, I thank you, Father, that even now you're beginning to show them what it is, what it is that is holding back, what it is that is holding back, oh Father God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for decisions. I sense for some of you, you have to make a decision. I really sense this in the spirit that there are some of you who have to make a decision to say thus far and no more. Take your authority. Decide in your heart who you will choose today. Decide in your heart that you're going to say no to this thing that wants to steal from your relationship with God. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you, Lord, that bondages are being broken. They're being broken right now, Father God, where the enemy has held your sons and daughters captive, Father God. I really pray, Lord, that you will expose him right now in the name of Jesus, O Lord, and release your freedom, O Father God. For you are the God that heals. You are the God of breakthrough. You are the God of promise, oh Father God. And that which you've promised your children, you will fulfill, oh Father God. Thank you, Jesus. He's giving you perspective right now. He's giving you perspective. I see some of you just soaring like eagles. It's like you're soaring from a a place of above and you're looking down at this thing. And you're like, oh my goodness, is this really what's causing this? This small thing here is causing this big thing in my life. And for some of you, I see the Lord taking your hand and literally helping you climb up the mountain. And I really sense that for some of you, that it's a, it's a, it's a huge, um, I, just, I just get the word relationship. I, I really, I believe that God would want you to know that he doesn't want you to fight this thing alone. He wants you to speak to someone about it, you know, so that two can pray together. You can have support in that area as well. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you, Lord Jesus. That nothing can stand in your your presence. That's not of you, Father God. 
every form of witchcraft, every demonic activity that is binding your children is being broken right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may sit down. Ah, Time is not on my side today. But I thank God that he is on my side. Amen. (laughs) I just want us to stand as we're going through this last slide. I really believe that the Lord would want us to to really just have some things in our hearts as we're waiting for his promise to come to fruition in our lives. The first thing I really know that, it, it, I mean, it's come out even this morning, is to build relationship as we wait for the promise to be fulfilled. Let's build relationship, intimacy, okay? Let's embrace God's timing. Don't be in a hurry. When Joseph had that dream, he didn't know he's going to wait at least for 12 years. When David was anointed king, he didn't know that it was going to take another 40 years. (laughs) Or was it 20? Before he fully came to rule over the whole of Israel, not just Judah. When Moses had that sense, he didn't know it was going to take that long. But God led them. And that's why intimacy is so important. Because when you're in relationship with God, He is leading you step by step. There are people who hear from God in the beginning, get excited, and leave them Him behind as they're doing the stuff. And God is saying, only relationship with me will bring you there. Be faithful in your current situation. Don't quit just yet. Until he says, I'm moving you on. And water your seed. Protect the dream. Protect what God has given you. Watch how you speak over it. You know, when a woman is pregnant with a baby, they protect that baby in the womb. Because if they don't, they know something bad can happen. So they watch what they eat. They watch how, they, how much water they drink. No alcohol. They, 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 they just continue to speak life because it's at a delicate stage and they know it's a matter of time before the baby comes. So God is saying, watch how you speak over the call that he has given you. The promise that he's given you. The general promises in the Bible and the specific promises that he has given you. Don't treat the word of God lightly. God, the good deposit that has been entrusted to you in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just want to thank you, Father God, for everything that you're doing in our lives. We want to thank you for this cleaning 
or cleansing process, Father God. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're releasing us from bondages and all sorts of things that want to steal. And that you have given us victory. There is freedom in your presence. There is deliverance in your presence. And Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you will continue to speak, oh, Father God. Because fasting is not an event, Father God. It's a catalyst. And even as you've started a good work, we pray that you will be faithful to the end. I really just sense that we should just begin to stir up the the presence of God in this place. Just, if you speak in tongues, just begin to pray in tongues. Loud, 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 release, 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 release in Jesus' name. Hara sota yara basanda raboya rasata yara rara 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 more of your power, Lord Jesus. More of your power, Lord. Release it. Release it, O oh Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have empowered your people, O oh Father God, to walk this walk with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, O oh Father God, that we're sons and daughters of your promise, O oh Father God, that we're stepping out, O oh Father God, and taking hold of the things that you've called us to, O oh Father God. Lord, we thank you that nothing will hold us back, but we move in freedom, Lord, because you are the God of freedom, O oh Father God. We thank you, Lord, that we enter to the next level, oh Father God, where breakthrough and victory and testimonies are being released. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Um, I really sense that um, God is doing so much. And even as we leave this place, God is, 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 he just, he really just wants us to continue riding this wave of his presence. And I want to encourage you to spend time praying in the evenings, praying in the mornings, just crying out to him and just spending time with him. I, I really feel like he's not done, you know, <laughs> like there's just so much more that he wants to do. So I can just see little, little fires starting everywhere and, and people getting together in your connect groups as, you, as you're connecting this week. Just spend time praying and seeking God. But I just want to find out, is there someone with a kidney failure here? Anyone with a kidney failure? Like you've got problems with your kidney? You're going for results? Waiting for results? Okay. 
I'm, I'm specifically looking for somebody who has kidneys that are not working well at the moment. There's been pain and there's been almost like, is that your word? Is it your word? Okay, then I'll pray for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father, for healing in those kidneys right now. In the name of Jesus, we command that pain to go and we command your healing to flow through them, Father God. We thank you for favorable results in the name of Jesus. Thank you that you set your daughter free, oh Father God. She will not fret because you've gone before her, Father, in Jesus' name. So I want to release everybody now because we've gone over time. But I want to ask the, the connect leaders in the ministry team, the prophetic guys to stay behind and just continue to minister over people. That are, if you're still trusting God for, for just prayer, uh, maybe you were sitting there thinking, yeah, I, none of those words were for me, man, Lord. But this is how I'm feeling and I need you to come in this area. So I want to encourage you to come. Otherwise, God bless you. Have an amazing week. And we will see you back here after two weeks. Please, please, please take that flyer. Put it on your fridge to remind you. Don't stay at home. Visit campus. Visit the hospital or visit Victory. But don't stay out of fellowship. Amen. God bless you.